0: Do you like sports, music, and fashion? If you answered yes, you came to the right place. Because here at Top Tier, I talk about the latest news in each community. And every week, I'll talk about the up-and-coming faces in sports from the fields to the courts, what brands to keep your eyes out for for the latest drip, and the hottest artists in the game right now. And that's all right here on Top Tier. What's up, guys? And welcome to my podcast, Topped Here. I'm your host, Donovan Banks, and today joining us, we have Buddy. How's your day going, Buddy? Uh, pretty good. All right, that's pretty good. Staying healthy during COVID? Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So our first topic of today's episode is the NBA being suspended. Now, this is a topic that has been buzzing around the news and, and pretty much every social media platform that I can think of. Um and it it has upset a lot of fans. I don't know how I don't know how you feel about it, buddy, but I know this has upset a lot of friends and uh, a lot of friends that I have. Uh, we are we are not happy with the NBA being suspended. You know, we see other sports potentially coming back, but you know the NBA is, is very slowly approaching um coming back to national television. And we just we just want our sports, man. We just want our sports. That's all we want to do. We just wanna watch our sports. So with that being said, what is the worst team right now in the NBA?
1: The Cleveland Cavaliers, without a doubt. They do uh, not have the best record in... I mean, they do not have the worst record in the NBA. But if you look at it, with their talent, they are the worst NBA team. Now, the Golden State Warriors have the worst record in the NBA right now. But for more than half the season... Curry was out. Actually, pretty much the whole season, Curry was out. Okay. And that okay. was part of their But biggest... but, but,
0: but look. So if, if you're gonna if you're gonna blame it on because you're blaming on what the 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 athletes himself being out is the reason why that they can't do good. What you're saying that with Curry being out, they they couldn't do good. I'm
1: saying that Curry is a big part of their team, and actually Clay was a big part of their team. Clay didn't play either. So. so there's some big factors that were left out this season by the Golden State Warriors due to injuries. So, I mean, when you look at talent, with everybody being fully healthy, I say that um, the Golden State Warriors would trump the Cleveland Cavaliers of being the worst team in the league.
0: So if Clay and Curry were both healthy, do you think that they would land? Do you think they would land top 10 or...? What are we talking here?
1: I say, um, definitely top ten. I say about ninth, ninth, eighth, barely getting in the cutoff, uh, seventh.
0: That's a that's a tough one. Um, you know, um, as I look at the two conferences, Eastern and Western, you know, I'm I'm looking at a team that people don't really like to talk about, and that would be the Indiana Pacers. And I know they had Oladipo out. And for some reason, they have a better record than the Warriors. I mean, I'm... Like, it, they're, not a, they're not a bad team, but I did not expect the Pacers Well Well,
1: to... Oladipo is a big factor to the Pacers, but not the biggest part of their team. I mean, they have DeMontis Bonas, great big this year, actually made the All-Star game. And then you have Malcolm Brogdon, who is a really good spot-up shooter that got traded to um, the Pacers. I mean, yeah, Oladipo was out, but he wasn't the only factor, and that played a big part of the Pacers' success this year.
0: So another team that I also see, this is also in the Eastern Conference here, Another team that is also doing better than the Warriors and the Cavaliers, but the Warriors, um, since you said Curry and Clay would have helped them jump up in stats, um, and that is the Brooklyn Nets. Now, this team was not talked about um, until you know the famous block on LeBron kind of brought them to life, and and D'Lo doing his thing out in Brooklyn, and you know with Kyrie and Katie being out, they're not really talked about as much. Uh but as I can see, they're they're doing pretty well, you know, thirty and thirty-four and and, and top seven, like that's that's pretty awesome. And, but then you look at the Warriors and seeing them come off, you know, championship runs and having some of the best players in the league and they're doing terrible. I mean fifteen and fifty. What do you have to say about
1: that one? Well, Personally, um, I am not a big Warriors fan, but I will say that um, you're not going to win every season or every year. So the downfall is, I mean, a huge downfall, actually. But then again, people weren't healthy, and that played a big part. Uh, Brooklyn's success was good, um, but their team was good before Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Now... There, there is a big, huge part in that because Kevin Durant didn't play the whole season, and Kyrie didn't play as much as uh, he was supposed to, like the whole season. So, um, it was pretty much like last season's team, except they didn't have D'Lo. So, not too big of a change. And last season, they were um, they were eighth, I think, in the playoffs. And right now, you said they're like seventh. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, Kyrie did play a few games, so that might have played their part in why they were up one place. But, um, yeah, pretty decent team, even without Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Kyrie right. was a factor, but not a big factor.
0: So, now I got a question for you. So, we, we talked worst teams, and we talked decently ranked teams. Who do you have, or who do you think – going to take the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference W this season?
1: Personally, I think um, Milwaukee is going to take it over Boston in six or uh, five. Six or five. I think they got in six or five. And for Western, I say it's going to be closer than the Eastern. And I say seven or six games. So... I say, I say Lakers versus Bucks championship. championship. And I say, I say Lakers take it in seven
0: or six. I can I can agree with you on that one. Um, you know, Milwaukee is a very strong team coming out of the Eastern Conference. And I know Toronto just came off their championship, but I, I just don't see them coming back and and clinching that spot for the finals. Um and as far as the Western Conference, you know, I, I personally think that the Lakers are going to face off with the Clippers and destroy them. You know, I know that in, in the season we've had the Clippers um, in the Battle of L.A. come out against L.A. Um, Lakers um, and win two times. But the Lakers bounced back this last time. And I, I can agree. I think the Lakers will take the Western Conference step and the final step.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, too. I just don't think that it will be a sweep. I just think that the Lakers will take it, um, just and six or seven, like I said. Uh, it's going to be a close one, but it would be really well played out if uh, the season wasn't suspended.
0: I can agree on that, too. So now we've talked about who is going to take the Eastern and Western Conference dub. Now, who is the best dynamic duo coming out of the league. Now, me personally, I'm a huge fan of LeBron and, and AD duo, you know, the Kawhi and PG duo, another favorite of mine. But I, I, I also do like the um, Russell Westbrook and Harden duo. What about you? What, what duos do you like?
1: Well, um, I mean, I like uh I like, I like the LeBron 80 duo. That's probably that's the best I ever could I mean, I think, I think like, like, one of – there's, like, two, of, there's there's two of, duos that I know that are pretty that good, good that you didn't mention. Um, you know, there's uh, the Middleton and Giannis duo, and then there's the John uh, and Jr. Jackson Jr. duo. That, are that is a that good is one. one, yeah. Um, oh, the rest yeah. one – the rest yeah. and Harden one, I can't agree – um, they are a pretty good duo. They're not, like, as good of a duo as LeBron may Like, they'll pass uh, to each other and, like, do that once in a while. But, like, AD and LeBron, they're in sync when they play. And you can tell that. And that's probably why – actually, that is why the Lakers have won as many games and, as they have.
0: And I can agree with you there. Um, when I watch – AD and LeBron play, um, you know, th- these guys work almost like they're the same person. Um, you know, LeBron, we already know he can play any position at any given moment. AD, he's almost like the same, you know, we can see him take the ball up the court. We can see him get down the paint. We can see him sit on the side of the arch. You know, these two guys are phenomenal players and together. It's just, it's just amazing to watch. Um, but yeah, with the Harden and Rusting, uh, Yeah. You know, Harden he he's he doesn't really like to pass to Russ as much and, and Russ he he can he can get in there whenever he wants to and he can he can score himself so you know but they're, overall I I like the duo um they both can put up a good uh, thirty ball or higher and I I think they work great I just hope that well when the season continues obviously I hope that when the season does potentially pick up um these two players can. Can show how they'll work in a time of crunch uh during the playoffs. So this brings us to our next section. Who's winning the Super Bowl next season? Now I, I don't know if you've seen this, but there was a big upset earlier this year. And Tom Brady has departed from the Patriots. He is now going to Tampa. Which means there's an open chance that you know different teams could come in and and sweep the Super Bowl. Now, I personally hope that the Seahawks can get another chance to go Super Bowl again. But who do you have winning the Super Bowl next year?
1: Now, with the trade still going on, it is going to be um, a lot harder to call. Um, I mean, with the DeAndre Hopkins trade to the Cardinals, I mean that was a big one. For Houston to lose. So that one is very surprising. And that might actually be a huge one. Like, I mean, I know it's like a huge one. But it might also be like a little offensive sleeper. Because, I mean, with Kyler Murray and his rushing ability and his throwing ability to DeAndre Hopkins. I say a top three wide receiver this year. I mean, that's just... That's just going to be good. But then you look at it, and you're like, well, will Lamar Jackson get his arm? Will the arm be good, and will his accuracy be good? Or is it still going to be the same Lamar? And then, I mean, if you go down to um, Tom Brady, who's, I mean, the best probably quarterback uh, that we've seen, um, Look at that it's gonna be how he really plays at Tampa and like how he does with like Mike Evans and um his wide receivers and how he'll really uh impact the bucks but I don't know it's gonna be close to call um I don't have the buccaneers winning a championship just yet but uh,
0: it's gonna be close to call. Uh, so, so I do have I have one question for you. Yeah. Now I don't know if you've heard about this, but I've heard about potential rumors of OBJ going to the Vikings. How do you feel about that situation?
1: Well, see if you OBJ has been now uh, he has been on a little downfall on-ride receiving uh, and being a receiver. But on the other hand, they didn't – I mean, the Browns really didn't have a good quarterback. But still, he has been on downfall on uh, – I mean,
0: I, I feel like he, he's done um, – I don't think he's done the best job in Cleveland, but I think he's done a, a good enough job. Um, you know, Cleveland has, has had a lot of ups and downs – um, on both ends, uh, defensively and offensively. Uh, they just couldn't make it happen. And, you know, I don't know when they'll be able to figure out a, a sort of rhythm to make it happen. You know, I don't think OBJ wants to leave. I don't think it's a decision, just like the same situation in um, Carolina with uh, Cam Newton um, being, you know, up for trade. You know, I don't think he wanted to leave at all. And yeah, he even said it. He didn't want to leave, uh, but you know, I you know, I I just hope the Browns um, figure something out here. You know, for OBJ, you know, wherever he goes, uh, I'll still watch him. He's a good, good receiver. I'm a huge fan. So, I uh, you know, I I just want to see how this all is going to play out. I
1: mean, I think OBJ has um, passed his prime and is going down in a little downfall and. If he does grow the Vikings, um, one, I think that their quarterback is better than Mayf- May- Mayfield. It's just um, how much OBJ is going to get the ball and how is his routes and his um, catching ability going to help the Vikings. So that one's going to be uh, very hard to see if that's really going to be good or not. I think the Vikings will benefit from that. Um, but who knows? Um, but back to the Super Bowl topic, I don't know if I can really choose on that one, because like I said, the trades are going to be open, so who knows, uh, what's really going to happen. So, like I said, um, that one I actually just cannot answer. That one's just so hard to, um, really tell you who I think is going to win.
0: All right, so I, I got another um, question for you here. XFL versus NFL. Now, we know that XFL is pretty new, but I've had a, I have a chance to watch a couple games. And, you know, the St. Louis Battlehawks, very strong team. Very strong team. Um, I mean, as far as a head-to-head, like, overall taking the best XFL players and putting them in the NFL – or just having an XFL team play the NFL team, I personally think it would be a good little matchup. Um, there's a lot of big guys that can go out there and get massive yards. Um, there's a lot of good runners out there. I, know, I, really, I really think that it'd be a good game to watch. There's a lot of heavy hitters. Even the special teams is, is amazing to watch um, in the XFL. So how, would, how do you think about the XFL playing against the NFL?
1: Um, I mean, it would be different. Uh, Like, what do you mean by the XFL playing in the NFL? Like- so,
0: if you were to take the best teams or the best athletes in the XFL and make them one team and take the best athletes from the NFL and make them one team, who would you take? Who do you see winning? Um... Now, I know it's a hard one because, once again, there's a lot of good, like, quarterbacks, wide receivers, you know, et cetera. But if we had to take just a ra- just random ones, random ones, and put them all on one team and put them against the NFL, who do you, you have coming out on top?
1: I still have I, – I, I'm going to go with the NFL um, here. I mean, I I have watched – xfl games and the players are very good very entertaining um league i just have the nfl i mean when you look at like people like michael thomas i think yeah michael thomas and all of them i mean those were great wide receivers and then you have jadevion clowny who's a great uh defensive Hollywood player. brown so i i see that the nfl will come on top um but I'm not knocking the XFL down or anything. The XFL has uh, great players there too. It's just the NFL, a bigger and greater, um, and has greater players. So I feel like that NFL would take that one.
0: So I have one more topic inside this one. How do you feel about Antonio Brown? trying to come back into the league now we know he came to the patriots and some things unfortunately happened which resulted in him getting kicked off the patriots and we know before he even got to the patriots it was a very controversial um decision on where he was going to land um you know at some point he was saying he didn't need the league and and how they're not paying him enough money and how he's worth more. But um, now, you know, he's out here doing YouTube training videos and, and collabing with, you know, different YouTube football players like Destroying and, and Dockery or or just other different YouTube players in the community um, trying to make his way back. Do you think that he deserves, Antonio Brown deserves another chance at the NFL?
1: Um. I mean, being a Steelers fan, I mean, it hurt when he uh, left, but, I mean, he he is on a major downfall. I mean, if you look at the games he did play, like in little preseason, um, it was not that good. He was not that good of a wide receiver. I mean, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve another chance, but if he does come in the league, he does have a lot to prove and whether or not he's going to prove that he can actually um, do that or be as good as he needs to be uh, to really be forgiven for what he's done. Um, I mean, that's just a lot to feel.
0: I mean, I, I just don't kind of see why he should come back. Um, you know, he's know he's a good athlete. He is a good athlete, but I mean, when you, Back, back mouth the, the whole league and say they didn't need you and how you're worth more. Like it's one thing to to be oh you know I'm worth more money and yada yada yada, but it's it's another thing to just bad mouth the league. And I know he's had problems in Oakland and and with the helmet and 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 different things and, and freezing his toe off and, and just being dramatic. You know, I just don't feel like it is just time maybe if he could calm down a little bit and uh, wasn't as dramatic i think he would maybe have a shot but right now i think um he might want to consider retirement all right moving on to the next section march madness now we all know that march madness was cut due to the covid-19 along with other ncaa sports unfortunately so going into March Madness, what were you what were you planning to see? Who'd you who'd you have potentially going all the way?
1: Well, being a fan of the Kentucky Wildcats, um, UK, I wanted them to win but uh that probably wasn't gonna happen this season. But I do like to see the underdogs come up and uh win and try to win as many games as they can. So, yeah, the pe- the team that I actually wanted to win was UK because I'm a huge UK fan, uh, but I like to see the underdogs come up and win games.
0: Speaking of uh, UK, um, i like to point out how... This season, I I, I wanted to see, you know, a lot of underdogs come through the cracks and make some big accomplishments. accomplishments. Um, But um, speaking of UK, I did see where they got beat by an unranked team. I'm sure this team is not even known, um, but they got beat by an unranked team. UE, University of Evansville. Um, As a UK fan, how did you feel about that one?
1: Well, it certainly didn't hurt. I mean... Uh, Duke lost to two unranked teams, but this so, is this
0: is this is UK.
1: Th- yeah, UK, UK lost. Might have lost that game. I mean, still eighth. They would have easily gone to the NCAA tournament. And yeah, it is an unranked team, but every team loses sometimes. So, um, not not really a tough loss.
0: So. Back to what I was saying earlier with, um, you know, unranked teams. And I was I was really hoping um, to see um, some teams like you never heard of. Just, I mean, just take off like Loyola did. You know, they, they didn't, unfortunately, get to play and win the championships. But, you know, I, I really hope for them to win. And I really want to see teams like Butler and Houston um, get a crack at it. Um, but, unfortunately, due to COVID-19, we, we didn't get to see anything happen. Moving on to our next and final section. Interesting sports to watch during COVID-19 or quarantine for that matter. So I don't know about you guys, but I, I get pretty tired of watching the same thing repeatedly. I mean, if you have Netflix or Hulu, Roku TV, TV, Dish, whatever provider that you may have and watch your videos or, or movies or any, any sorts of entertainment you get during quarantine. After a while, that stuff gets boring. And so, here recently, I picked up a new hobby of watching interesting sports that I've never seen before. And one that I've never seen before is Sepak takraw. I'm not sure if that is correct, but uh, Sepak, Sepak. Anyways, this sport is a combination of, like, volleyball and mixed martial arts. Um, and, and the way it's played is very unique. There is, like, a net that's maybe... Six feet tall, um, somewhere around that area. Same type of court as what a volleyball court would look like, except there's three circles on the floor. And the interesting part about this game is you have to kick the ball. You can't use your hands. You serve and you play all with your feet and body. But you can't leave the circle. And this game is played from two people to three people, three being the highest then team form, and two being like duos. How do you feel about this sport, buddy?
1: Um, I feel like it's very interesting. I do have a question. Like, Is it a professional sport? Is it just like a sport to play with your so family it, and friends?
0: So it, it is um, a professional sport. Um, you can see this sport being played internationally, worldwide. Unfortunately, we don't have a U.S. team, um, but it is, in fact, uh, a professional sport in different countries and which brings us to our next interesting sport here bossa ball you see the bossa or bosa i i'm not sure once again i apologize if i pronounce this incorrectly this sport played with four players and it's also an interesting kind of volleyball twist here so it's a combination of volleyball soccer and gymnastics um and what makes this sport super interesting is the fact that it's not played on a court or sand. Um, for that matter, you can play it can be played anywhere really, but it's played on inflatables. Yes. I said it inflatables and they're not just any inflatables. They're an inflatable with a trampoline literally in the middle of the, like the thing. It's literally in the middle of the thing on both sides of the net. And you pretty much play volleyball like you would but there's a twist. You can use every part of your body. Now the touch system is a little different. Um, Depending on how you decide to touch the ball, it depends on how many touches you can get. If you decide to do, I don't know, maybe a soccer maneuver with your feet, you get two touches. If you decide to use a standard volleyball move, you get three. And if you just decide to just hit it, you get like five. Um, Now, the gymnastics parts come in with the trampoline being right in the middle you'll see one person stand on that trampoline and jump into a flip and hit the ball sometimes and even on the serves you'll see a, a cool acrobatic display around the whole arena just to get the ball over and it is very fun to watch what do you what do you think about this? You have anything to say buddy?
1: Uh yeah, I actually have watched this uh sport before and it is very interesting. I mean i saw this guy i think it's from like italy or spain um he did a nice backflip and kicked the ball at the same time and ended up getting the game winner and i thought it was very interesting and cool and it just sounded like the um sport that you just said that i can't pronounce but um the
0: Yeah. Um,
1: It sounds like that one, except it might just be a little bit more intense since it's on an inflatable.
0: And the crazy part about this board is it actually was in the 2016 Rio Olympics. Um, I mean, I've I've never gotten the chance to watch it during that time. I didn't even know it was in there. Um, But, you know, due to how the Olympics is set up where it only shows – so many sports at a time and in the schedule you just got to know what sports are going on but this sport's actually in the olympics um believe it or not bringing me to the next and final topic of this section and of the show cycle ball so cycle ball is played on a modified bike and it's it's pretty much just soccer on a bike it's I mean, it, it's it's pretty much that, um, and this game is played from two to up to six players, and you can play in. I believe I believe it's different court sizes on based on the players. I'm not sure. I've only seen a few games, and it was different amounts of people each time. So I'm not sure on the sizes, but I know I've seen it indoors and outdoors. And I think courts are changed, whether it's indoor or outdoor. Um, But I I, I give it to these guys. You know, I can't even do a wheelie or let alone a bunny hop on a bike. And these guys are out here dribbling soccer balls and defending goals and playing aggressive to the point that people are knocking each other out of bounds, on hard, on hard surfaces, surfaces, off a bike. Yeah, I mean, you I, have off you fell off a bike, bike before, buddy?
1: <laughs> yeah, more. I mean, I,
0: I fell off a bike several times, and I can tell you, it does not feel great. It really doesn't. But to think you're playing soccer on a bike, that is insane. I, I got to give to these guys. Um, this is another sport that you can watch on you know worldwide uh, spectrums. You know, you can. You, it's not. It's not an Olympic sport. But you can, you can watch it on a world tournament. Um, unfortunately, the USA does not have a team. But it is a fun sport to watch. What do you think about it, buddy?
1: Uh, I think it's, like, very interesting. I want to try it, but I feel like I would fall. I mean, I can barely buy a, uh, ride a bike with one hand. So trying to dribble a soccer ball um, at not the same tr- time as riding a bike and defending people
0: yeah, there you trying
1: go. Like to uh, uh, score, on score on us. That's uh, just that's crazy. crazy. And, like, do they have, like, they have a goalie and stuff good. too?
0: So, yeah, yeah, they have a goalie and everything. Um, I, mean, I don't know if you've ever seen handball, um, but it's the same type of goal. Um, it's The goal is kind of big enough for where they fit the whole bike in there, but at times you'll see the goalie just stand on one wheel and just bounce and, and let the ball come towards him. And then he'll just, you know do what he has to do um yeah it's it's very interesting man it's it's literally soccer on a bike and it gets pretty physical i I personally don't see myself doing it um just for the simple fact that i don't want to get hit with a bike or get thrown out of bounds and land on something you know it's just it it's just pretty risky um that's funny to say considering i'm a collegiate athlete and in gymnast so
1: can you uh, like can you like just like ride like Instead of like just kicking the ball, can you literally just dribble the ball with the bike? Like, um, is that even possible? Or like, so by dribbling, I mean
0: like, like you can. I've seen players like pop the ball up with their tire, their front tire, and use that tire to kind of move the ball in the air as if they were like, like tapping it with their hands. If that makes sense, and and. Also, like if you've ever seen soccer, how people are running with the ball and and moving with it back and forth and doing in and out. I've seen them do that with the bike. I still don't get it because you never see the tire come off the floor. You just see them rolling on the bike and they're moving the ball as if it was a foot. I, I don't um, get that part and how they're doing it. But whatever they're doing it, however they're teaching it, it's pretty cool. Once again, that that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of patience um and, and time I, I I don't know if I could personally do that but I, I applaud them um there are some amazing athletes with that being said we have now reached our limit guys and um, you yeah, know I just like to thank you guys for coming out and tuning into our show I'm your host Donovan Banks and you're listening to Top Tier.